listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fandango, my mandingo, we should do a movie. Groupies looking like the Yakuza in my jacuzzi. Excuse me, I'm on that ooey. My pockets is like with Louie. A euros of different colors. My wallet look like a coogee. He, he who's weak in the, at least his chief heath in the peace. Leaving C's in your knees, praying that she ain't late. Spraying like that AK. Now the shit my name say. Bino, you so nasty. Ass like an ashtray. Smoking flying lotus. Used to be Jehovah's. Now I'm in your girl and now she pull, pull, feeling Polish like pierogies. Hey, welcome to the Black out to his podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on uh tuesday mm-hmm. on day 223 since bobby Schmurter has been locked up in jail crime and the injustice i'll tell you guys um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme you can find us on itunes stitcher potomac just search the black guy who tips We'll come up, leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it on the show if we like it. Uh, if we do not like it, we will not read that shit. It's, nope. it's pretty simple. Pretty mm-hmm. simple policy, everybody. Um, you can also support the show by going to theblackoutest.com, checking out the premium section, theblackoutest.com slash premium, signing up. Become a premium subscriber. Listen to all our new shows that come out all the time that maybe you don't get to hear about. You know, maybe you're like, hey, I don't have enough podcasts in my life, or I would like to support you guys. Um, that's a great way to do it. And you can hear stuff like the newest episode of The Nerd Off that had Chris, Aaron, and Sterling on it. It was, it was along with uh, me and Karen. Uh, you can also hear movie reviews. You know, we've reviewed quite a few movies. Dope. Uh, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we have my man, People's Critic, on there. So, you know, we, we do we do things and stuff. And as always, Balls Deep is there. So uh, check it out, man. Uh, all right. Let's get started. There's a bunch of stuff going on in the world today. And uh, I'm sure you guys want to talk about it because um, cause fuck it, right? You know, like we really have to talk about it. We really don't have a choice. <clears throat> we already started the show. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, this segment we haven't done in a few days. And everybody's... Uh, a big fan of this uh of this segment now um right guys gay news is back let's talk about it all right let's do this uh raven simone is all up in that gay news raven simone raven simone now you know raven simone is uh like lgbtq right okay so she is back she said i got something to say probably dumb she was talking about caitlin jenner and you know caitlin jenner has a tv show now uh i think it's called i can't remember what yeah, it's called they've been announced this yeah i am kate i believe right and uh you know it's, it's been leading the way on talking about social media um uh i mean talking about how 
like different stances on uh trans issues and things of this nature people getting to, to experience it from firsthand point of view you know a lot of times empathy is created once you see somebody living their life correct now of course i don't watch it i haven't watched a second of anything with the kardashians but the kardashians are one of the most viewed shows on tv so i know mm-hmm. people must be watching right it. so of course the view had to had to discuss it which means raven simone needed to talk about it because she's raven Tonight simone the premiere of the reality show i am kate featuring kim kardashian kanye west and caitlin's mother did you catch the did you watch i did <laughs> I watched like the last 15 minutes because I was too busy on 90s and I was like oh my goodness Kate's coming on and I watched it and I appreciate all she's going to do for the community I think it's hold up you only watched the last 15 minutes this is the problem with these TV shows they're so low information and yet people feel like they need to be able to give their whole ass opinion on some half ass information right <laughs> wonderful and um I just am surprised how many girlfriends that she has all of a sudden. Um, I'm so surprised <laughs> at how much she's showing these stories all of a sudden. And um, hopefully... Who showing these stories? Um, stories of what, baby? Stories of other people in the community and the, the, the struggle and, yeah. the, and the okay. struggle and the transition. And I think it's wonderful. And yes, it needs a light being shined on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot for me in one show. And you just came out. And you're just doing this now. And you're just... I mean, when I came out, I didn't go and go hardcore the world for lgbt you gotta learn it you gotta learn it first you know and she's not maybe maybe she was just waiting for the proper platform that it could be um you know on a national and also worldwide platform maybe she was just being strategic no she could be strategic but i think you can be strategic beforehand before you come out as well i mean beforehand i was definitely repping the community even when i wasn't saying this is what i was and i'm not faulting you because yes we need you but um you know too much it felt like like, oh, oh, so now you are, so now you represent, I don't know. That's just It's me. like too fast. It's too fast. Every time I see her, I'm so wowed by her appearance. She is, so, she looks like Lana Del Rey. If you Google Lana Del Rey, she's stunning. I mean, look there, and that happened really fast. Because, like, we saw those pictures in the Daily Mail a couple of months ago where she was, like, kind of halfway there. And you're like, oh, like, Bruce got a manicure. That's fun. You know what I mean? And now it's, like, full glam. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, it happened. I need that makeover. Like, how do I get it? It's amazing what you can look like with a lot of money. I will say this. Like, you have a lot of money. And, yes, you better look good on screen. But I do I do have to say that there's a commercial coming up for the next episode and how um, a lot of the transgender community is coming and saying, you know, this. all of us can't look as good as you. So yeah. we'll see, you know, the dynamics as it grows. But, I, you know. I just want a little bit more, a slower progression. Coming out is a really big issue, you know, and I think that, in my opinion, I think everyone needs their own time. They need their own time and they need to go at their own pace because sometimes if you force it, it can backfire. And sometimes if you hold back, it can backfire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, it's, 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 it's hard to walk in someone's shoes um, and, and really judge them for it and I I don't know I I think I understand your point I really do and I respect your point and I also think that all in all it's still a great thing it's still a wonderful thing for sure and my last thing to say about it somebody said are you a you know gay rights activist I said I can't be because I learned from the real gay rights activists I can only do what I can do you know what I'm saying so I do agree it's a good thing I mean I think the definition is that you right we'll be right back so <laughs> yeah it's so weird because you know it's, it's like she really didn't have a point i don't think no 
and, and the whole thing she said literally made no sense you're making assumptions because you've seen 15 minutes of a tv show all these girlfriends came out these girlfriends you are talking about may have been her girlfriends for years you don't know like you you're just making assumptions and everybody and and this is one thing that kind of upsets me when it comes in and black people it happens to black people it happens to people in any group everybody feels like their own personal experiences is, is everybody's personal experience mm-hmm. my blackness is everybody blackness and that's not true uh she opted to not come out for a while she opted to keep it to herself she opted you know not to do yeah. certain things that but that was her choice her life experience was totally different right you know when you're living in a male body you know a secret like this could actually destroy your whole life especially if it's before you're ready to present to the world um it's already going to be difficult for most people to understand and embrace people that you think would be allies people that you think believe in um you know a lot of the same causes and stuff don't you know so you got to find all that shit out for yourself and my thing is too and i will say this and i will consider you to say this everybody want the l and the g but they don't want the rest of them goddamn letters and i will continue to say that the Mm -hmm. whole alphabet goes together and a lot of times it's like okay we're all in this together because when people talk about lgbtq they say all the letters so all the letters have a purpose and a reason behind it but there's still separation and segregation within those letters from people in the group that don't understand even though they're part of the group don't want to understand even though a part of the group are very ignorant even though they're a part of the group and feel like their experience is the only experience and there's no other experience in the group yeah the other thing i worry wonder about is um because i you know i like oh the thing that i think about is like i don't think caitlin jenner is out here by herself right you know i think she's uh has a team of people around her whether it's the creating the show whether it's the uh people that she shouts out all the time the women of color she shouts out all the time um like she like she seems to not be just haphazardly trying to represent everything there is about trans people and and life uh for people that uh are trans so i you know it just you know and for her to be like i only watched 15 minutes and i just gotta say you not even just you know and i feel bad for rosie perez who's leaving because segments like that are obviously why she gotta leave you know because it's like god damn i'm surrounded by dumbasses right and she's the most logical person and it's just one of those things where every time some shit come up i have to deal with stupidity and ignorance and people um put like this there you're at a position where you don't even have to read you can tell somebody else hey you read for me and tell me shit but you don't even want to do that it's weird too because the audience like i'm assuming there must be a call like uh, like a one of those signs that tells you to applaud or not to applaud yeah it wouldn't surprise me because the audience just claps in the middle of like no matter what point someone's saying no matter how ignorant it is no matter if like you think there wouldn't be a ton of people co-signing it but they they just start clapping you know maybe and maybe they are co-signing maybe they really do agree with her uh which begs the question um if not now then when because for right. all all these causes for all these people for all the uh people that have ever been marginalized everybody thinks it's too soon right mm-hmm. if you 
if you want equal rights as a as a a minority it's too Too soon soon. it's too much if you you know black lives matter is too much women's lgbtq activists too much women women's rights is too much everything is too fucking much and to, no every, time, to, to all the people that have the privilege right like right. and no time is the right time so when the fuck is the right time right and this also goes to show how um remember when we were, were talking about genocide gutierrez and people were saying the president handled her rudely which i disagree with but um i did think that a, a huge thing that got glossed over was a room full of people who were gay essentially shouted her down booed her and until she was kicked out so that her her message could not have come across anyway correct um and i was like it's so funny because they were like we got gay marriage today us not you know like right like like collectively we got it but your shit is different than our shit and so your shit hadn't been addressed yet well that's too fucking bad we're now in the camp of people that got what we wanted Mm -hmm. so So can you shut the fuck up you know right we don't want to hear it because we don't care because as long as we're concerned our things uh our our bucket list is done like i said over the next year or two doing doing elections when people start running i want to see as people gonna go heavy like they've been in the past years about gay rights and you know right because this is like you got married so now what platform are, are these people going to push or is it going to be well we're going to go back to normal now because as far as we're concerned all we wanted was to get married you know fuck uh the transgender people that are still going to jail fuck you know the brown people that are getting mistreated you know those people don't matter because as far as we're concerned we made it y'all what no 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 we made it you know we didn't make it but as far as they're concerned we made it y'all might not have made it and i'm sorry if you didn't get whatever you wanted on our agenda but we made it and so it's going to be interesting to see what agendas are going to be pushed and what people what the platforms people are going to run on now yeah well yeah that's part of it but you know kind of sticking to this thing um you know raven simone has a level of privilege yes she does you know when it comes to this shit and and so it's like even being you know because actually she was able to say i don't want to be labeled i don't want to be i don't I'm, i just have a girlfriend now and then never, and, and then she doesn't like talking about it right whenever right. you bring up race or, or sexuality about her she always opts out so maybe it's about her hesitancy to put her foot out there as well correct and then she's like transposing that on to everybody else like why do you guys want to talk about it so bad right because you make me have to talk about it and yeah. i don't want to talk about it because it's something that i feel uncomfortable about All right not to mention being a trans person is a there's a lot more dire straits mm-hmm. you know um i like i don't know what else to say like the, the this isn't uh something where you can just go oh i'll just play uh play through this when well like 41 percent uh try to commit suicide uh you know the much higher rate of being killed like higher rate of unemployment yeah like this isn't you know yeah um yeah unemployment poverty like it's it's not a game everybody doesn't have the ability to just sit back and be like it's just a game for me or i'm gonna put my foot in the fire and make money off of tv with this but i'm never gonna really address these issues either like anyway uh a friend of the show has something to say about how to talk about caitlin jenner um 
it's your trifling ass cousin, uh, Pia Gillen, uh, Yvonne. Caitlyn Jenner, listen, Caitlyn's unhopped out the motherfucking Porsche, and she is stunned on all you hoes, okay? She just got the SB award, the reality show's out now, she cracking all your faces, cause she gonna do her while you hating from outside the club. And look, I salute you, Caitlyn, I'm so happy for you, I'm proud of you, do your thing, ma, and I'm happy that you're using your voice to spread that good word around, cause let me tell y'all what's really real. Caitlyn Jenner is a rich bitch, alright? So don't be out here judging folks who ain't had that same kind of toxic sales remodel, okay? Transgender homegirls got it hard enough without you questioning their wardrobe choices or their bodies or your ancient cousins posting all kind of DL Hughley ass memes on Instagram, okay? Listen, listen. Anybody got a problem with transgender men and women living their truth? Let me break it down for you. If somebody I don't know tells me something about they self and they identity and they body that I might not be comfortable with or understand, I'm gonna have a coke and a smile and keep it pushing, okay? Because that's not an or, like if somebody I don't know tells me something about myself or my body, they got to have 99 problems starting with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, okay? <laughs> but when transgender folks, like, you don't want to be fighting people in the streets and telling them they living wrong and they doing wrong and they ain't done shit to you and you don't even know them. Like, like what's wrong with y'all? And look, look, you know people all the way 100, so I'm going to tell you. The first time I met a woman who told me her identity is transgender and I need to call her she and she has a dick and she's a woman, I was like, what? And then I got over it. And you know how long it took me to get over it? The exact amount of time it took me to say, what? Because she chill as fuck and somebody else telling me about they self is not about me, okay? And yeah, yeah, I did pause because like I ain't know anybody like that growing up or whatever, whatever. But you know what? When I was little, I also used to piss and shit in diapers. So we grow up and we change and we learn and we shut the fuck up about other people's private parts, okay? Like, like how you look asking people about what kind of surgeries they had? Like, like what's wrong with you? Like, like let's just say I'm a stranger to you and I get all up in your face like, yo, yo, you had your appendix out? What's it look like down there? Yo, what about your tonsils? You still got those? The fuck out of here, man. And look, we gotta stop talking about like, born this way and all this. Like, if you a trans man or trans woman, you can also have not had any surgeries. See? Because it's not for you to question or decide for somebody else, boo-boo. Like, like, what's wrong with you? What kind of time you got on your hands that you could be putting your crust over other people being happy? Like, I'm from the hood. I got enough to worry about, okay? And we gotta stop worrying about what other people do in bed unless you're the one they in bed with, right? Your mama was probably busting open six ways till Sunday in the Soul Train green room back in the day. So you want to imagine oh, no. other people fucking so bad? Imagine that. You're welcome. And you know what? While I'm on the topic, look, 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 you know I don't be getting, like, political or nothing. And, like, there's numbers and shit, like, if you want to do your Googles. I'm not so good with, like, knowing statistics off the dome, right? But, like, trans women as a whole get the brakes beat off from routinely. And black trans women get treated like fucking target practice. So we all need to hop on down to Poppy at the bodega and get us some act right. Because the sister's a sister and we got to look out for them, right? And all of y'all who want to hide behind Jesus and say somebody's identity and their truth is, is a sickness or you got to pray for them or something... Listen, I pray every day and I just talked to Jesus and he said, fuck all of y'all. Figure out what's wrong with you that people being happy bothers your stank ass so much. Make your way directly to the nearest house of worship, fall on your goddamn knees and pray for forgiveness and that people don't treat you as miserably as you treat them. Amen. Mm. Ah, summing it up. Um, now. I would... I would love to see how Cookie Carter feels about this. I, well, <laughs> Cookie, Cookie would not be. I don't Cookie, think Cookie I think be Cookie would be supportive. stretched out the the whole segment. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think she, she would have too much to say. Yeah, she'd just be fanning herself the whole segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, more gay news.
uh michigan the state is on the hook for two million dollars in legal fees after fighting a couple's uh against gay marriage and losing it yep they wanted the bulls and they got the horns uh trying to fight that gay marriage dog good right cost of taxpayers dollars trying to be super duper stupid the state of michigan lost big when it went up against same-sex marriage to the tune of nearly two million dollars at the heart of the long-running federal lawsuit against the state's now obsolete same-sex marriage ban are april deboer and jane rouse a couple that sued the state uh because they were not allowed to adopt children without being legally married the case dragged for three years this the case uh was both rare and difficult because the plaintiff's counsel was defending members of a historically unpopular minority according to attorneys carol stanford senior and dana nessel in the federal court ruling although public opinion has shifted considerably in the years that this case has been pending when when filed a decided majority of the michigan population were opposed to marriage by same-sex couples um hold on let me scroll down a bit um yeah the price tag includes fees for six lawyers god damn Mm-hmm. plus seven law clerks multiple paralegals and experts from boston new york san francisco and lansing the detroit news reports wow mm-hmm. but that makes sense though i mean you probably need to get all those people to 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 weigh in on it you know right bring them in fly them in fly them out get their expert opinions mm-hmm. experts ain't Look, cheap the ruling in the women's favor comes after exactly one month after the supreme court's historic oh way to move on me um where did this move to oh yeah uh historic um same-sex legal decision uh legalized the unions in all 50 states I, you know i bet you they was pissed they was like fuck when they seen that ruling mm-hmm. no they was mad so of course they was geeked up about the ruling this mm-hmm. says we are people we are establishing families and we're just like everyone else we're the next door neighbor we're your co-worker we're your sister we're your friend we're your child and we do deserve the same rights as everyone else and our kids deserve the same rights and we're starting to see the discrimination just shouldn't be there uh the, in january the paper reported the state faced a 325 million mid-year shortfall michigan budget woes are blamed largely on tax credits for large businesses that never been cashed in so yep now there'll be even more it sure is even more in debt yeah, fucking I'll, around yeah. fighting battles they really had no business fighting right would have brought income to the state to let those people be married come on now so you end up wasting taxpayers money good job um owner of a wisconsin restaurant responds to anti-gay tea partiers facebook comment in the best way um it's surprising how often tea party year is thrown in there um you know uh because it's such a good quantifier for who the fuck is ignorant as shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's just like where it's just like they just randomly throw in like this person was also in the tea party like oh that makes so much sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. they're goddamn crazy okay yeah. yeah yeah of course you're a piece of shit you're in a tea party well why wouldn't you be 
a wisconsin restaurant owner plugging her fa- place of business on the lacrosse foodie facebook page set off a war of the word of words with a local tea party member who objected to her profile picture using the rainbow filter indicating her support of the lgbt community oh you're talking about when everybody changed their thing their facebook uh um, po- um pictures yeah oh lord some people still have it you mm-hmm. know hadn't changed them yet according to the lacrosse talk tribune despina cozidis owner of gracie's gyros and wraps replied on the foodie page to a potential patron looking for a restaurant in the area when the fellow foodie and the tea party activist greg loose saw her profile picture featuring the familiar rainbow bars he uh, he commented that he would never eat at her restaurant because she was pro lgbt now what does that have to do with gyros and wraps i don't know you know you just had i i gotta say something i can't let the rainbow go by me you gonna put penis in there or something right trick me into eating penis right hi despina i saw your post on lacrosse foodie i love gyros but i detest people with rainbow filters on their picture he wrote in a it's an abomination that we are being forced to condone deviant sexual behavior i will not be visiting your restaurant i'm sorry cozitas who goes by the name gracie was shocked that her facebook comment which had nothing to do with same-sex relationships would provoke such a response right i'm overwhelmed because i grew up in such a negative atmosphere she said according to her daughter sophia the culture that she's grown up in is sometimes not very accepting but in coming to the u.s being a single mother having a business she's learning every day how to be part of the community how to be accepting initially concerned that the responding to the comment might drive away customers sophia said that her mother decided to stand up to lucy uh or loose she agreed that this person was not the type of person we would want in our business that's great she said we prefer to have accepting coexisting customers uh consumers gracie wrote back uh to loose it seems we have come to an agreement that is best for both parties that you do not visit my business thank you she then took a screenshot of the comment and used ms paint to block out his last name before posting it on the lacrosse foodie page as well as her own facebook page the post was later taken down after loose complaint calling it inappropriate <sighs> i hate those facebook assholes i just been fucking with people mm-hmm. you know somebody um uh, i was looking at twitter somebody got um feminista jones trying to get her kicked off of facebook because she's not using her government name what? even though she's using her she's used that name and everything she's done what the fuck is wrong with people why why <laughs> right like, like like why because then they have a huge fight with the lgbtq community about yep. that shit the, why who gives a fuck is goddamn social media who goddamn cares right. why so you can google him and personally harass him and show up at their motherfucking job right the policy ended up mostly affecting like trans people in the trans community people that are like cross-dressers right um, or what you, not cross-dressers what is it drag people right. that do drag um it uh you know um activists like people that have a reason that they don't want their necessarily want their government out there correct like it's such a asshole thing to do right and the people that do it a lot of times are the people who are never affected by it yeah well the people who do it are people that probably are vindictive right, i mean why, why else would you report somebody correct you, you know it's like why and why would facebook want to be part of that it's just such a right such why, a stupid ass business right and why don't facebook be like no 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 yeah um so yeah he said it was inappropriate and somebody took it down 
a number of people have left messages of gratitude and support on her business facebook page um so that's good i hope people are going there so she said i lost one customer but i gained hundreds i was crying actually right good man i'm glad anytime somebody stands up and gets supported because a lot of times people stand up and they're standing alone and correct <clears throat> you have to be standing against a bunch of people but um it's dope that um you know that that he that she stood up and then people were like let's go make sure this business does well um a kentucky pastor has cited religious freedom for his right to yell uh to tell gay youth offenders that they're going to hell he's a christian counselor um religious freedom group representing a christian counselor who was banished from advising youth offenders after telling gay inmates that they are going to hell is citing his constitutional right to free speech in order to get him reinstated brother david wells of pleasant view baptist church in breckenridge county kentucky was told that he could no longer offer youth counseling to the warren regional juvenile detention center in bowling green unless he signed an agreement to promise uh to refrain from telling any juvenile inmates that homosexuality is sinful right you're working for the state wells refused of course and had, <laughs> had his counseling volunteer status revoked leading liberty council to send a very stern letter to kentucky department of juvenile justice commissioner bob hater <laughs> hater saying muzzling wells is a restriction of this constitutional right to free speech oh he had his job right you can't be doing that at your job right what other job can you do this right right according to djj policy 912 ivh sexual orientation and gender identity volunteers shall not refer to juveniles by using derogatory language in any manner that conveys bias towards or hatred of the lgbtq community um djj staff volunteers interns and contractors shall not imply or tell the lgbq uh juveniles that they are abnormal deviant sinful or that they can or should change their sexual orientation or gender identity right it's in their law books what the fuck are we talking about most people cover that right and once you sign up to be a part of this why the fuck do you get to say oh fuck that man now my religious i know i signed something and i know i agreed to something but i'm too religious to have to follow that it only applies then but everybody else i don't know what the fuck they're reading and it's your fault but like this even if they added shit or didn't inform you of the shit you you know but you signed the papers but when it come to me i'm an exception to the rule mm-hmm. okay not to mention those kids might not even be whatever your religion is right speaking up in defense of wells liberty liberty council founder matt staver complain many juveniles are in djj custody because of sexual crimes pastor wells must be able to discuss what the bible says about matters of sexuality with the juveniles he is trying to help to remove the bible from a pastor's hands like removing a scalpel from a surgeon's hands without it they cannot provide healing well then get someone else in there right you ain't the one for the job boo boo yeah unfortunately you don't know how to do it without the bible cool go do it somewhere else right the letter went on to state the bible explicitly prohibits any expression of sexuality outside of the confines of man woman marriage 
it recognizes that every person regardless of personal proclivities or attractions is separated from god because of sin whatever form that sin may take many juveniles are in djj custody because of sexual crimes and mr wells must be able to discuss the bible and matters of sexuality with inmates and he, he therefore was unable to sign the form so he didn't sign the form but he wanted to keep keep working there and no nah, it don't work like that boo boo nope yeah. why are you working you didn't sign the forms in the first place you shouldn't have got the goddamn job yeah that's, that's fucking stupid man right my religious freedom to tell your ass you're going to hell um president obama criticizes kenya's president on gay rights as they stand right next to each other swag mm-hmm. president barack obama forcefully disagreed with kenyan president uhuru kenyatta on gay rights as they stood right by each other in a joint news conference on saturday with respect to the rights of gays and lesbians i've been consistent all across africa on this obama said i believe in the principle of treating people equally under the law and that they are deserving of equal protection under the law and that the state should not discriminate against people based on their sexual orientation right for the record people i remember before he took this trip when it was announced people were like he shouldn't go go down there or if he does he better not say nothing about gay rights because they don't play that shit man fuck that right is right wherever you at ain't that the truth kenyatta responded later on saying lgbtq rights is just one of the issues that he and obama disagree on yeah but your disagreement leads to people being in jail people, people dying people right people haven't been raped like it's you can't just oh we just disagree right meanwhile why the whole your whole community is suffering yeah kenya and the united states we share so many values but there are some people there are some things that we must admit we don't share our culture our societies don't accept it's very difficult for us to be able to impose on people that which they themselves do not accept it's just crazy that you know a lot of these christian um groups have come over there and corrupted these places Mm -hmm. and that's what this is a reflection of because they're just like we can't get away with being all the way to kill gay people in the united states but we'll go to somewhere with africa and flood the politicians with money and flood the landscape with influence and then we'll spread our hatred through religion there uh, like i said i watched a documentary i believe it was they called me kuju or something like that i hope i didn't fuck that up but look that up man this it gives you like a really good look at how shit goes down over there and you know how much of the politicians and stuff can basically make life make a witch hunt out of like let's find gay people and beat them up rape them kill them right kill their families they say they're pedophiles like is you know and then you know the people that are activists that are marching against this like end up dead mm-hmm. um yeah um a supreme court decision recently legalized same-sex marriage across the u.s but many countries in africa including kenya still ban same-sex relations altogether other countries punish same-sex relations with the death penalty uh here's a thorough breakdown of national laws from the international lesbian gay bisexual trans and intersectional community and it's um all the places that you can be persecuted for being gay which is the most of the world um um where you can be like killed locked Mm up um things of that nature um it's good to see the u.s all the way green on there for the first time ever right you know that's the other thing like before this spots the green how many presidents tried to have some kind of condemnation 
for how other countries treated their lgbtq people and then you come to you look at america's history and you're just like yeah i mean we ain't exactly the banner for gay rights no we are not uh a man oh wait let me uh give y'all some more music so we can get through this hit that note and have testicles it's impossible <laughs> i don't know what the fuck sylvester was doing man organizes a straight pride parade and then blames gays when no one turns up he said straight pride mm-hmm. a man who tried to organize a heterosexual pride parade was blamed uh, has blamed gay people for no one else turning up because <laughs> uh i don't know if anybody told him straight people don't give a fuck like they're gonna i'm straight i don't care i don't need a pride day because i'm straight the whole world revolves around me and and my lifestyle so why should i care yeah also i mean gay people are much better at organizing shit yes they are should have employed some gay people right and get them evites out well, for real you'd have had better music balloons streamers confetti why don't go to a straight man's party right it's boring seattle-based anthony robello uh robello has attempted to hold an event uh yesterday on the city's capitol hill to celebrate heterosexuals and heterosexuality (laughs) creating a public facebook event he wrote we all have the right to celebrate the way of life we have chosen for ourselves in the name of equality and equal rights i have created this event to celebrate our right to be homosexual i mean heterosexual and to encourage young heterosexuals that they should be proud of their heterosexuality but they are they like they they proud of it dog they- no one's ever told us not to be right however despite inviting thousands of people to come via th- facebook Rebello appears to be the only attendee of the actual parade posting a photograph of himself holding black balloons and a straight prize ah! sign ah! <laughs> uh by the way how many people got his um evite or facebook invite and were like not only am i not going but uh unfriend this motherfucker of course because that's the first thing i'm doing is like unfriend i didn't know you were a psycho thanks for letting me know however uh so he says uh he claimed in a follow-up on facebook a lot of heterosexuals don't want their pictures taken because they're scared of the lgbt community look at the way they have treated me a list of angry gay people have been created and these people have done nothing but embarrass the gay community because you know how scared we are of the gay people and they intimidate us straight people Right. and we have to you know we have to stop being photographed places because the gay people will come to your house and fuck you up okay where, 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 get where? glitter bombed you know how long it takes to get glitter out of your <laughs> hair ah, ah. Well, you get glitter out for years <laughs> where, where are these crimes the statistical reports of the crimes that the gay people are just all of a sudden beating straight people up mm-hmm. not allowing them to get jobs yes discriminating I'm against them it's almost like how people do the um the thing where it's like uh you know what about all the white black on white violence you know what i'm saying it's like yeah they go to jail dog. you mean the people in jail and the right. shit that's not happening in an epidemic proportion correct you mean that i mean what about it what's your point you know 
but yeah he had the loneliest uh straight pride parade ever and why were the balloons black and white like how how suck how, how that must have sucked so bad that he had to go get black and white balloons because he was like ah i really want them red balloons but that's a little too gay no don't don't nobody coming you ain't got no color in your life come on dog right you looking like white pride and shit oh my god um, but on the low that's probably what he was aiming for but he didn't want to say white pride let's yeah. just keep that real yeah uh straight straight the straight pride parade man what the fuck ah what kind of music do they play at the straight pride parade i don't know but it ain't gonna have no beats you know you ain't gonna be able to shake your ass yeah straight pride music gotta be the wackest right the corniest shit ever speaking of corny you know who's corny who according to taleo kwali bomani jones oh lord (laughs) he is corny as shit according to taleo kwali uh oh now don't worry guys but Monty's gonna call in uh this show before we get to the end <laughs> and uh Bo, Bo's gonna get to the bottom of this and uh we're gonna definitely uh figure out uh what's happening uh so um apparently uh Talil Kwali versus Bomani Jones the latest in random Twitter beefs um <laughs> the Talib Kwali and ESPN personality Bomani Jones tweeted a whole lot of words about the latter's feeling towards the former over a two hour period uh, accusations of subtweeting shade and general disrespect were abound it all started from a random innocent tweet oh could you imagine this person they was like I, I, all I do is ask a question I didn't know it was gonna go here 37 crooks shank wait crook shank av said we are really putting big boy over Talib that's what we do here Oh, because yeah, Bo, Bo tweets a lot about like music and like all types of other things. So he gets asked questions all the time about music and artists and things. So Bo responded, "If here is Planet Earth, that's absolutely what we do." I didn't know this was a dispute. So of course, Talib, who you know Bo didn't at Talib, neither did the other person, found his name. Yeah, because people search their names and put. He retweeted Bo and said, You corny Duke in parentheses. What that mean? A dude? A Duke? Duke, like buddy, friend, pal, oh, okay. man. Then he said, At Bomani Jones, I get you from ATL and I like At Big Boy too. So he actually did At Big Boy, which is apparently not corny. But at me with the shade next time, you can have a preference without the disrespect. Now, I don't understand what's disrespectful about that. I, th- I think like be- because we're at an age where artists can actually read people's comments and things like that, a lot of times people put their opinions out there. And for some people, if, if everything you say about them is not in a flattering light or either they feel like your status or who you are or you will affect people, mm-hmm. they feel like that they have to um, stand up and represent. Yeah, I mean, you got to be secure about your shit if you're Tyler Kweli. I mean... You're see. not gonna be able to go out here and change everybody's hearts and minds. It's not like Bo called to do whack, nope, or say his music sucked or nope. something like that. He just thinks Big Boy is a superior rapper to him, and that's such a that's just a matter of opinion, right? His if you're mad because he said Planet Earth, that I mean, Bo says that shit all the time about everything. Yeah, so I don't even yeah, like and I, and way to be it, sensitive, bro. And I've seen him perform before. He's actually an excellent performer. 
yeah i fuck with talib too but right. i mean but if you asking me would i fuck with big boy or talib yeah, i'll fuck with uh big boy first it's just rankings we do it all the time in hip-hop if you fucking ask talib Kwali what his top five is he gonna have top five niggas and somebody gonna have a problem with his list too right like what a fucking like you do understand what you're doing for a living right you know like we like people give opinions on our shows that aren't favorable all the time we don't fucking like go find them hey nigga i saw you talking about me like sometimes i just see them talking about me i'm like well that's their opinion fuck it all right um and he's much more famous than that so he i know he gets this all the time but Correct. i think it just hurt him because he he must respect bo or like bo and he just don't want bo to say anything that could be looked at as him being less than so he says you can have a preference without the disrespect lames can't spit a bar to save their life but want to be disrespectful with their opinions now he didn't add bo in that but he had just called bo corny for not adding him so i'm assuming that was a corny move by to live on that part and then uh bo responded i really don't see that as being disrespectful i think one of you is superior to the other someone's gotta lose there and then he says he replies to live says the planet earth is part is absolutely disrespectful and bo says i've seen you live two or three times interviewed you two or three times as a fan i go in a different direction and he was tyler responded you don't see how this is disrespectful now nah, you bullshitting homie you too smart to not see that um the the part about the planet because he took a picture of the planet earth tweet and bo says we're not gonna agree on this when people say stuff like that about me all the time versus my peers it isn't disrespect to me uh he said you didn't say i prefer you said everyone on planet earth prefers and you ain't even know it was a debate don't front and bo says we disagree on that one yeah and that's the thing like it's still his opinion no matter how forceful he says it it's just his opinion right you know if he says on the planet earth that he trust me he don't speak for everybody there's plenty of niggas that like talib more than big boy right uh and you know if it would have went the other way he wouldn't have said shit so it's not even a uh, it's not even about the principle of shit it's just because it's him man up and admit your shade he says to bo uh and then he says more to bo i don't give a fuck whether you like my music or not but what you're not gonna do be gonna be doing is shading me like you in junior high school and fronting like you didn't i felt like he clapped with that one what you not gonna do <laughs> yeah. is be shading me uh and then he kept responding to bo who i uh, seemed like he had moved on said i really respected you too until that tweet and i have no respect for your fronting now uh and then someone brought up a tweet from 2009 well goddamn <laughs> hey the police be twitter, on it <laughs> black twitter police they own it uh someone said uh to bo in 2009 lyrically i'd rather be talib kwali and bo said being born is a man's right <laughs> so he was not pleased talib said i show people the utmost respect on top especially young black professionals until i'm disrespected dude been saying slick shit about me for years and then bo said my man you're talking like we're friends and you're not famous i'm a rap fan i talk about my opinions on rap and then talib said you were calling me born in 09 right cool you don't respect what i do but just keep it a buck and say that and then talil says we in this struggle together this without atta- uh, attaching bow 
we're in this struggle together but this dude been dissing me for years and i'm just supposed to let him not where i'm from lol someone then explained to talib how subtweets work and he didn't appreciate the sentiment Ah! pablo goldstein says that literally does not mean subtweeting subtweeting mentions no names acts or otherwise by and then talib says by that definition not subtweeting but still dis- super disrespectful regardless of what it's called bomani stuck to his guns he said okay we've reached a point uh of equilibrium here nobody's moving so let's move on it's good for everyone but the audience uh and and then my man jack the joker i saw him tweet this he said so if someone tweets me to ask if i like your record i gotta put your at in my response so it's a subtweet (laughs) 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 now jack the joker is a dude that always like well used to get on my nerves a lot because he used to always ask me questions i was like nigga you know exactly what i meant and that's not it but uh it's fun to see him do it to somebody else uh he says uh talib responded if you can't respond without being disrespectful then yes you can say you don't like something without disrespecting talib then closed with the following tweets at bomani jones i'm a rap fan too guaranteed bigger rap fan than you fan discussions get heated funny hyperbolic barbershop shit i get that if i wanted to be out here saying disrespectful stuff about artists i don't fuck with i could but i don't why because i'm more than just a fan my platform is way bigger than the average fan so i need to be aware of its power you are not a nobody you have a large platform and you See, should I respect told you man about yeah you gotta insecure about them followers yeah not only that it, you know he looked at both status because people probably say stuff about him all the time but it's just like it coming out of Bo's mouth and means something right and what's funny to me is you like not everybody agrees they got to use their platform for the betterment of mankind and, you're, and not everybody agrees that your music is necessarily the measuring stick for how much how they feel about what the betterment of mankind is right that's true and people argue about especially on social media argue about music all the time right so pretty much you can't say anything negative about anybody's music if you're Tyler Kwali to me but to me that's him not keeping it real to me like okay so someone asks you about music you're not gonna ever say anything like oh this shit is whack or I don't like that because your platform's too big at this point well then what's the fucking point of talking to you you ain't keeping it real um he says trust me I don't care what you think big boy is better that you I don't care that you think that big boy is better. He's phenomenal. I can see how one could make that argument. That ain't how it sounded. But you went far beyond personal preference to a level of disrespect that someone with their platform should rise above. I think that was all his personal opinion. You done this more than once. So I responded in kind. Your t- first of all, you responded one to the first time, to this time. You didn't even know about the 2009 tweet when you started. Stop. You took it personal right out the gate. You tweet disrespectfully about me to 200K followers, I'm going to call you corny. If you was a nobody, I would have chuckled, but I expected you to show me the respect I would have showed you, and you didn't. Right. The numbers matter to him. Right. So quit it with the what, I'm just a fan. I am too, but I am mature enough to use my platform to diss my peers for no reason. Uh, which Bo responded with the black thumbs up emoji. So you know it, that was uh the beef now i was on twitter not too long ago and it seemed like talib was still going maybe and now and that, now it's been two days and it's not like bo was responding Mm-mm. Oh, bo hit him with the thumbs up 
and that was under the conversation to both yeah so you know i don't even understand like how this continues to go on when you know everybody done moved on but you now it's starting to look like i mean to everybody else at this point it should start to look like it's you because mm-hmm. now people have been dragging his mentions like i put out a tweet that was like retweet for at big boy and favorite for at talib quali on who the best mc uh, a lot more retweets and faves just saying looking like that planet earth thing was true Someone said, you seem like a, you a sensitive weirdo, bro. And Talib's been responding to nobodies, which he said he wasn't going to do yesterday. Cause tweeting celebs you don't like is hard. That's what's hot in the streets, he says. Uh. So now he under attack, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he says, look how you react when anybody questions you. Be an adult. He says, cause adults tweet famous people they don't know, right? Loser dudes be sitting in their underwear online at the crib telling successful people how to conduct themselves. lol tell you this much talib sitting at home in your underwear online sounds like a person that's pretty successful to me <laughs> if i tweet you i'm brainless if you tweet me you famous what's a nigga to do he said paraphrasing jay-z who lyrically would rather be talib quali but uh you know he'd rather be rich uh someone said subtweet man you gotta learn the art of subtweeting talib said laugh my ass off uh alex underscore her ink said uh what they say they don't talib supported you from day one is this really about bomani jones just liking your music having an opinion and not mention and mentioning you petty he says don't be dense there's a difference between having an opinion and stating everybody on planet earth agrees with you he says when you leave the realm of reality preference and add disrespectful hyperbole planet earth that's an issue an issue oh my god oh my god so then someone said number one rule of the internet when you find yourself being upset you should log off or take a break or something so he says uh um he's gonna take a break so then he logged off <sighs> that's sad man when you see how sensitive your heroes are talib let's think about social media it, it allows you to see people because i think for me i'm not even gonna lie it's a lot of artists i'm like it's like a kick push lupe mm-hmm. lupe's fucking insane I have not listened to an album in a very long time because you just said the most dumbest and idiotic shit. Not only that, your music started sucking. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just some artists, they just say the, they just say some of the most idiotic shit. I'm like, dog, like, I, I can't, I just can't. Like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another uh, beef on uh social media too well not social media real life the meek mill drake beef took another turn yesterday you know after drake released uh i'm charged up (laughs) his massage music this tape Mm -hmm. i saw some kids doing charity the other day Mm -hmm. um well he 
you know everybody's waiting on meek mill to blast back because i mean how could you be whacker than that track really how what could be softer than that i'll tell you what could be softer than that no track mm-hmm. uh phone master flex promised to have the this return track i don't know what you call it the the second volley in the disc mm-hmm. come back from meek mill to drake on his show and uh what is that plan please oh. welcome drake i mean jesus anyway um <laughs> they um he promised to have it on his show yesterday and uh of course it, that did not happen uh everybody waited the whole time um and after two hours in listeners started to realize that flex didn't have a record mm-hmm, because he'd have played it if he had it and meek mill wasn't even there for an interview uh backlash ensued. there was a change.org petition to have flex step down from his role at hot 97 right because they feel like you wasted their time mm-hmm uh, as written on change.org this fraud of a dj decided to lie to everyone for ratings and downloads of the hot 97 app that meek mill would be on tonight to release a diss track to drake to no avail no one has given hot 97 two hours of listening time since biggie was alive and it's a <laughs> and it's a crime to have taken that from us right because who are these people that listen to you live who are these people the people have spoken and it is time for funk flex to step down a lot, a lot of people been asking him to step down for a long time because it's like their whole thing uh my personal opinion a lot of their stuff is that they sell you beef like not really music they say you beef and they say you controversial like that's their thing everybody tunes in but see the thing about it is that all that's temporary you don't actually keep and retain people they just come in for that and then they leave again yeah it's funny because people are obviously waiting for him to say something mm-hmm. uh meek mill and they're tuned in to this radio show and then you look up and basically it's he's tweeting on twitter Right, so people's like, well, if you tweet on Twitter, uh, somebody may ask you, hey, dog, I used to, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, maybe people are mad. They're like, hey, dog, you lying. Yep. Um, uh, also, in, uh, in that same little area of drama, uh, apparently, Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend, Safari. And we talked about this dude before, haven't we? Yeah, we have talked about him before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it was like drama with him and and nikki i think uh those accusations of infidelity from her cheating on him and shit like that they've been together for a long time or whatever but you know she's moved on at this point so uh safari who nobody was talking about but he is a rapper and he does have music that is out that people claim to listen to i've never really not i seen it for that dude i've tried to listen to a couple of his tracks and i just thought they were extremely extremely whack uh but i said that without adding him on twitter and i don't have two hundred thousand followers so i was okay saying that you know if i would have been somebody else who knows how that shit would have went down he might have had to at me on twitter and let me know what the real was you know um but uh hold on yeah but he released a track dissing Nicki minaj drake and meek mill oh damn he just dissing everybody 
So everybody getting some. Yeah. Um, do you have this deep this this tape or you gonna do me like? I got it somewhere. How about to say you gonna do me like Funk Master Flex? Well, I'll have it in two years, two hours. Be clear, okay? I'm <laughs> gonna drop bombs on it first, and then uh, after that we'll play it. Oh, actually, new shit, new shit. Let me close my browser and open it back up. Safari's track is making it slow down to a crawl. <laughs> Must be all that spam uh, that he has uh, um, in, in, included in the track. Um, it's also funny because he spells it like S A F A R E E. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a simp- song he put on uh, Spotify. When we first met, you laughed at me. Who'd have known for 12 years you would laugh with me? We started out as a group. Told no lies, we just spoke the truth. I used to cheer you on in the booth. We dreamed about cars that didn't have a roof. So I'ma fast forward to now. We in the industry now. Look how we ruined us. Wow. Behind doors, I'm the man. Calculated in a plan. What a shame it took a split for them to know I was your man. Got so tired. Wait, are all his songs about Nicki Minaj? Probably so. Oh no. Hiding it, head high with no pride in it. Guess I wasn't cool enough, cause then I pictures be hiding it. Every time it went south, I be sleeping on the couch. Hotel room for one, thinking what is this about? I took the good with the bad, always hid. I was mad, and I pictures, yeah, we smiling, but inside I'm feeling sad. Did the good outweigh the bad, or did the bad outweigh the good? You ain't do it all alone, we took ourselves about the hood. Yeah, we made it on the rise, ain't no green in my eyes, cause we both went to sleep in the same bed of lies. Are the people you love most always want to hurt you? How can I trust you? Oh, that has like a bitter breakup letter. Oh, Lord. You got to keep that to are yourself. You, are you sure the <clears throat> next song ain't going to be like... Knocking, knocking, knocking. <laughs> you sure we... Is that, is that on the soundtrack too? Yeah, that's... uh, I don't that's know. That's about that same... The well, same speed as that Robin Thicke album, this old double paper. Yep. Okay. That song was called Love the Most. So he has a new song called Lifeline, in which he's dissing her again. Um let's see if I can yeah, play that one. She famous though, but dudes don't have dudes don't have emotions, don't have feelings though. Okay. You dream about Drake numbers in your nightmares, but y'all hating on me and my little career. No matter what you buy, buy I'll be right there. I'm in the back of her mind like a new move. I'm everywhere, TMZ making news now. I left and I don't want it back. The proof is right here. Thank God I'm free, my nigga. She felt like a light. Yeah, you got a botch face face with a cute date. This nigga bent out of shape with a gorilla face. My bars on the pink print, no one will never match. My dick print, little nigga, you could never match. Wasn't a secret, young bull, I knew everything. Hope you go platinum, my nigga, she need a better ring. I thought I left her so she could move on to better things. Maybe a ball player, maybe a soccer player, maybe a billionaire, like a Mariah Care. But nigga, I don't care, I really do not care. They say Safari heartbroken, let me shed a tear. Fuck if you cheated 12 years a slave anyway. Temperature is rising up. She's your only lifeline to catch anyway. Temperature 
I don't know what's worse that the song or the fact that it only has three thousand views. She's your only lifeline to catch anyways. Oh. I hear the mumbling, I hear the cackling, I got them scared, shook, panicking. That's really my pen game, nothing damaging. When you was pulling up, I was pulling out. I know real drills that I ain't gonna talk about. I seen the text messages, I seen the emails. Somebody tell me why he talking like a female. I heard you told Felice Chow, you ain't going there. Well, guess what? Go to hell. How about you eat Do we have to keep playing? Did he just accuse Meek Mill of sounding like a female? Somebody. But he just, um, but he done made like three songs about Nicki Minaj, and I feel like this is the official song to going down her house and throwing eggs on her windshield of her car. You but, know what I mean? But you know what? All those aside, I'd rather hear Drake than this foolishness. Not me. Nope. Drake shit. Drake diss track would have been boring as shit. At least just I can laugh. And every pick you look surprised, all you do is stare. You out of shape anyway, you need to eat a pear. Get, get the- <laughs> shit is terrible. You out of shape anyway, you should eat a pear. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. If you look surprised, all you do is stare. You out of shape anyway, you need to eat a pear. Oh my god. This nigga said Meek Mill always looks surprised. All you do is stare. You out of shape anyway. You should eat a prayer. I eat a pear. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if that's if so loving pear. that is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> so so that's that's what's hot in the streets. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I gotta send this over to my boys and lady from Wells on Forty Acre right now. He included an oh my god to the punchline. Yeah, like he been having sound of, uh, sound effects the whole time playing the background. So he included it's like including his own laugh track and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You did any of that rhyme <laughs> no it ain't got the rhyme and i have a question uh are we do what are our bars we 16 bars we 32 bars we we 85 bars like i i don't i don't i'm not feeling the flow of pattern here oh man i don't think this is any bars this is bring, okay this is bring your own beer yeah. ah this is a clothes bar is what this is Oh man! Want to sleep on me? Get a crook neck. Get a stylist nigga. You don't look dressed. Want to sleep on me? Get a crook neck. Get a stylist nigga. What? What is? What are all with these bars? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this? Want to sleep on me? Get a crook neck. Get a stylist nigga. You don't look dressed. One more year, you will be stressed. Here's a- Yo, I've never heard a person say that in a diss song to another dude. You need to get a stylist. You don't look dressed like ah. this, is a, this is a whole new level of beef like i things that i would never think to even comment on you know you know like i've heard your music is whack you're not really a gangster but i've never heard somebody be like look at your haircut your edge up that shit is fucked up <laughs> he's speeding <laughs> up to cover the fact that the lines are whack yeah <laughs> sleep with me you get a cook neck call your stylist nigga you don't wear no vest go, what <laughs> <laughs> And your car not even washed yet. What? <laughs> I'm not, I, could, I, I wish I was in the room when he wrote this. 
Look, you don't look dressed. One more year, you will be stressed. Here's an iron nigga, cause you look fresh. Got a mad ex with a new. Here's an iron nigga, cause you look fresh. <laughs> <laughs> get us a party. <laughs> 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 Wanna sleep on me? Get a crook neck. Get a stylist. Look, you don't look dressed. One more year, you will be stressed. Here's an iron nigga, cause you look fresh. Got a mad ex with a new man, but her new man like a mad ex. I'm well known. I'm renowned. You robbed me. Look, you are rebound. My words think you. Uh, hold up now. I'm well known. I'm 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 well I'm renowned. You robbed me. You a rebound. Nigga, Meek Mill's so much more famous than you. As I look at this 3,002 hits, this video guy. Come on now. 3,002. Say what you want to say about Meek Mill's, but uh, he would have a lot more than that than 3,000 likes. If Meek Mill had a video with 3,000 views, he would kill himself. He would be like, no, this my career is over. <laughs> Can't spell, I hold weight like a dumbbell. What a blood cut, what a fresh guy, your breath smell. I hold weight like a dumbbell. No, okay, all right, whatever. I understand. Can't spell I hold weight like a dumbbell. What a blood cut do what what a fresh how your breath smell. I'm going up, it's an incline. If she leave you, you gon' decline. I know kept my mouth shut and you told me that's a big time. Oh, did he skip a word? I no, I told uh, shit. <laughs> I only got enough money for thirty minutes of studio time. I can't be recording <laughs> yeah, over these fuck had the, ups. The remix man in there. You gon' decline, I know, kept my mouth shut and you told me that's a big time. <laughs> I don't know if they cut a word out or what, it just, but it sounds like he it's forgot a, something. Like, yeah, I know. I told my mouth shut. Shit. Told him that's a big time. Yeah, I was first. You won't be like the that. last. But when future drops, you became the past. Now that I'm gone, good luck with them punchlines. Not when I drop. When future drop, you became the past. Because I ain't never did shit. So, you know, future might make you not be shit. You became the past. Now that I'm gone, good luck with them punchlines. Sincerely yours, Safari. If y'all so happy. Wait, why is the song called Lifeline, but then it ends with Flatline? I I, I, I don't know. Mm. Why y'all so worried about me? Like, I don't care about y'all. No! if you didn't care oh my god angelie why you let my new bitch why you letting me do that come on it's a world premiere what (laughs) oh they played that show on the breakfast club oh you oh my god dude dude but you don't care what was the point of the song then sir I don't you care, care, but you sounded like you cared a lot. Sound like you was kind of hurt too. Oh, that nigga bent out of shape with a gorilla face. My bars on the print print. No one will ever match my dick print, little nigga. You can never match. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, whoever translated this for E online instead of nigga, N I G G A, they put nigger. <laughs> <laughs> what a R! Y'all niggas need an intern. <laughs> what <laughs> you niggers that's, that's everybody says the r so hey <laughs> who uses the a when you was pulling up i was pulling out i know real shit ain't gonna talk about it I, you've been talking about everything i've seen the text messages i've seen the emails somebody tell me why he's talking like a female oh my god he called him fat so you need to eat a pear <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this shit because this is the pettiest shit I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. 
i've never heard of this song this petty this this is more petty than ether ether might be the pettiest song ever but this even more petty. i've never like it don't even make you look good to care about this shit Mm -mm. you know what i mean oh my god whoo oh boy thank you safari thank you Ah! you the real mvp for that bullshit oh he wrote that down memorized it paid studio time somewhere and recorded it and went that's gonna be that hot fire Whoo, boy you niggas are delusional <laughs> that is such a 20 all this started that's the 2015 we old dog that's 20 that's 2015 right there that's all because drake ain't retweet meek mill that's how we got here guys right so far i said let me put my hat in the ring again and diss my ex-girlfriend again right who is not thinking about your ass dog yeah uh dj already started started listening yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I, she said what the hell he said maybe a soccer player and i said uh maybe you should eat a pear ah! and now i'm about to say get an iron because he is pressed oh put some starch on it too then now that is too good that is too good <clears throat> i might play that again uh <laughs> 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 and then he ended it with i don't even care about y'all y'all what you a goddamn liar anyway fans of american rapper tyler the creator you guys mm-hmm. might know from lawyer squad mm-hmm. or his music uh has uh have subjected the head of australia of the australian women's group um to online rape and death threats what Mm -hmm. on tuesday he tweeted that he was now banned from playing in australia his tour which was to begin early in september was over he said and it was all thanks to Coralie allison who he added in the uh who he mentioned in the tweet the director of operations at women's advocacy group collective shout t is now banned from australia you won at Coralie allison i'm happy for you heart emoji i mean well heart you know in june collective shout petitioned australia's immigration minister peter peter dutton to refuse tyler a member of the hip-hop collective odd future a visa on the grounds of his continued misogynistic hate speech against women he is renowned for his songs advocating rape and extreme violence against women the letter reads including murder genital mutilation stuffing them in the car boots strapping them in his basement and raping their corpses and burying their bodies <clears throat> they are also they also point to an incident during his 2013 tour in sydney when the audience cheered as the rapper abused a woman for speaking out against him whatever your opinion of music censorship or tyler's lyrics you can safely say his fans are not his best advocates allison has been retweeting the deluge of threats and abuse she's been receiving on social media um, and then they actually curated the nicer ones but uh people say i hope you die no one likes you loser i'm coming to kill you oh Uh, a stupid feminist asshole you ruined everything um another person says um you're a horrible person uh it would be like a horrible it would be like a very horrible but slightly pleasing accident if someone was to hit her with a car going maybe 70 miles an hour uh and then some people got mad at her for retweeting the, the threats that they sent to her 
can you stop retweeting people's shit and just say why you did it we're like you raped in the ass while a tyler song was playing oh a person says no no don't retweet me you're not allowed we're not friends friends don't stop me from seeing the music acts i like fuck you i'll be back oh so she ain't got the right to retweet your stupidity your, your shit not private right that you sent to her by the way right well a bunch of dumb motherfuckers uh anyway uh frontier touring <clears throat> the company managing the tour also wrote on facebook the rapper has not been refused entry with respect to media reports that tyler creator visa has been refused frontier would like to advise that this is not the case the department for the department for immigration has raised issues with the visa application but it has not been refused and frontier will update ticket holders as soon as more information comes to uh hand also people had already got their tickets and so basically this would have ended and he you know ended um him coming over there mm-hmm in 2014 new zealand authorities refused the rapper entry to the country for being a threat or risk to public order of the public or the public interest <clears throat> an incident referenced in his song smuckers which he also mentioned in the tweet tuesday i you know what i kind of have a question i wonder do any american groups like marilyn manson and some other heavy metal groups i wonder do they tour in these places and if they do do they get the same type of scrutiny or are they banned based off their lyrics i don't know that's interesting and i have a question about that because yeah. if they are this is you're just being fucking racist well i know this much when you have uh fans on twitter like he does uh they ain't doing you no favors that, now that's true i'm not saying that the fans are right don't get me you wrong got people threatening to rape this woman and right shit. and that's completely wrong and completely out of order you know right. like like i don't I, I don't condone that at all but you know her basically going up and saying hey his lyrics i i just want to know uh what is acceptable over there and what is not you know because i don't know their rules and regulations and who has been there in the past and things like that yeah i mean there's been a lot of rock and roll you know groups and shit that have had you know censorship issues and fights so you know because it might be something where they like this about everybody okay cool like i don't have a problem with that if you scrutinize everybody like this Mm -hmm. um so uh more news uh someone posted this uh from the daily dot.com it's an opinion piece uh by amanda marcotti or marcotte i don't know how to pronounce it exactly um but she wrote uh the war on female voices is just another way of telling women to shut up correct <clears throat> and it's about podcast and how they uh get she she runs a podcast for game of thrones a video series she co-hosts um and she got she's like i had to brace for complaints about my voice and then they talked to several, you know, people you know, for NPR podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, Katie Mingle, the producer of the popular 99% Invisible podcast, gets so many complaints about her female reporters' voices that she crafted an auto reply email to handle the volume of people writing in to grumble. Right hello you've written in you've written in to voice your dislike of one of our female reporters voices you're not alone we have a filter set up that automatically sends these types of emails into a folder labeled zero priority well we'll we'll review this folder and consider the complaints within well never amazingly we don't even have a folder or for complaints about the male voices on our show because we've never gotten one isn't that strange we think so right anyway i hope you can continue to enjoy your our free podcast somehow with the prayer hands emojis 
and if you can't there are plenty of shows that don't feature women's voices at all 99 pi correct uh this american life also had a segment um where it has similar complaints again only about the women mm-hmm. a number of female reporters in this perfectly wonderful npr style voices explain that they had to endure constant barrage of complaints about how they speak uh which is funny because nobody it's like that kind of subtle sexism where no like nobody thinks that they're doing it because they're talking about a woman but even people that are like i don't like it when women do this and that and they were talking about different techniques like it was like up talk and vocal fry or something they came up with some terms for it uh which i do not understand these terms honestly um this is the explanation um if uh npr also reported that on the way that women are always especially if they work in audio formats being told the way they talk is all wrong from Mm -hmm. upspeak where people lilt their voices for emphasis to the dreaded vocal fry where people drop and rattle their voices slightly for emphasis oh different types of talking styles and techniques you've heard it before vocal fry is that thing where you drag your voice down a little and creak it for emphasis so like we say so cute or something i don't know how you i don't know how to do it maybe this is it oh wait no that's not playing either yeah i don't even know what that is Um, question thinking people thought thought gasson thought backing little things being our lives okay so that's that's vocal fry when you talk like that um and it says uh and then she goes on to talk about how like you know it's happened to her and you know and and it's kind of specific to female voices and i was like Mm -hmm. you know because someone posted this on our facebook group and i was like yeah that's happened to karen Mm -hmm. you know maybe not vocal fry or whatever but how many times we gotten oh i don't like her accent Mm -hmm. i don't like the way she talks people you know saying stuff just ridiculously offensive shit and i don't catch any of it no no one writes about my voice at all so yeah it's sexism and even if you don't believe you're doing it yes you are doing it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's, if if whatever the reasoning in your brain that still ends up with nothing's wrong with my voice something's wrong with karen's nothing's wrong with men's voices something's wrong with women's it, yeah you're part of the problem Yep. so there you go deal with it <clears throat> um someone made a video where men watch their girlfriends get cat called and uh this is gonna surprise and shock you karen the men were not happy you don't fucking say yeah they were not they were not too pleased most women do not tell their mates about every fucking time they get cat called they were probably all you would fucking talk about mm-hmm. like literally they was like it's not worth the time yep Here's a video. We walked around the city today, and you're gonna see different guys I was telling you about, like how they act when you're not around. Hey girl, baby girl. Hey girl. Oh my god, look at this prize here. Woo, oh whoa, she is gorgeous. What is up? By the way, these women are wearing like you know the black the same outfit that one woman did in her cat call video very generic like just yeah. black simple clothes i'm getting pissed off don't get mad i'm not happy with this i'm not happy i gotta be honest you're hiring that guy was talking to you 
this dude said we're hiring <laughs> we're hiring at the strip club nights that was offensive that was really offensive i shouldn't get mad at that yeah so the thing that happened in this is something that happens all the time where somebody will want to comment on my hair but that's just like a way to get in Your hair, you know, my daughter, um, you know, I I like your hair. Uh, what's your name, though? You said Bosser and can't be pushing. Can I get your number so I can call you about my daughter's right. hair? Right. Maybe get some, get, can I get some pussy for my daughter's She's hair? She's gorgeous. Please. Yeah. Her hair's natural. Bye, sir. I'll massage your feet. You've been running through my mind all day. Oh, what? Corny ass 1972 lines. <laughs> but we need to be able to do this that's a fact you ain't like that one by the way the nigga that's hollering at her is one of them dudes like holding up a sign for his job for a job like outside you know how people had a sign like for advertising like come down to the furniture center Mm -hmm. that's what his job is and he's trying to holler at her also his phone is so old school i don't know what is this a walkie-talkie on his hip (laughs) the fuck is this nigga the police right no, she ain't like it. You can tell she ain't like it. <clears throat> Maybe because you hang out with white people, this brother says to her, she walks by and then calls her a bitch. Correct. you're somebody's daughter you know like somebody's sister mm-hmm. like i'm sure if somebody did that to one of their like their mother or their cousin or something they wouldn't appreciate it no i like your tattoos i hate when people tell you that is it the same guys before that's disgusting dude just get back to work and do your job like don't waste taxpayers money yo he mad as fuck <laughs> he, yes. he was like i wish i was there so i could punch him in his motherfucking face right because there's a difference but like i said for some reason if you're a woman and you have a penis around it could be your cousin your brother they don't even have to you only have to be in a fucking relationship the whole attitude changes they mm-hmm. will not approach you like this yeah and the thing is well i'll, I'll wait this day dude says nice nice titties, nice titties he's following her right because because what can you really you do serious? like right. you're in a helpless <clears throat> situation but it's funny though when the tables are turning dudes in the helpless situation they fucking freak out when there's some shit women have to deal with all the goddamn time yeah um and i, I mean i understand the complaint which even with these guys that are obviously uncomfortable and it does come from a place of like ownership because like that's my woman how the fuck they doing that to my woman correct um and it's fucked up because if you did show them a video of random women having this happen to them the outrage wouldn't be there Mm -mm. um and i definitely understand that's an issue but i feel like that's kind of how this has to be communicated because that's the level that we're at 
mm-hmm. you know like we have to start from what if it was your sister and then extrapolate to everybody is someone's sister correct because you're not gonna get that visceral reaction from just hey here's a video of a woman being street harassed you're not gonna get it and it's sad but that's absolutely where we're at you know and i you know i think um you know and then part of them just you know they felt uncomfortable because it's somebody they knew if you would have done this with anybody they knew they probably would have felt that way even if it wasn't a sexual thing mm-hmm. you know because there's and maybe, maybe there's ownership in all relationships uh right but i think honestly that shit kind of works both ways though because if yeah actually the more i think about it if you were to do this shit racially with right. white people showing black people being harassed uh if they saw a random black person i don't think they would be as hmm. as caring as much as if they saw a black person they knew correct and that doesn't necessarily mean that they own that black person i don't Mm-mm. think it's an ownership thing nope, it's but it's definitely a familiarity thing correct where, where you feel like I in your want- mind you see that person as more of a human than you see the other people that this shit happens to right um which i think is a default for just humanity mm-hmm. so yeah i don't yeah at first i was like yeah maybe they're just feeling that way because they're girlfriends but that's actually mm-hmm. who cosmopolitan picked if they would have picked people was like this is your sister or this is just your co-worker or something and they still would have been like damn that's fucked up i don't know that we would be able to make the argument of oh they're just feeling this way because they think they own those women you know mm-hmm. so maybe cosmo fucked up by going to get boyfriends or something right but they probably just said we don't want to have like we have limited time to shoot and shit let's just make sure we get women that we know they're gonna be pissed about as opposed to doing this experiment and finding out maybe they won't be pissed if it's just their sister right either way um it's fucked up that people have to see it that way to get it correct correct because it's it's just like in your working environment and all that stuff people you know you kind of you work with people for all these years now regardless of what the relationship is you do have some familiarity with it and that's what it is is familiarity so you'll be like well dog i don't you know i'm not i don't want you know them to get harassed i might not you know like you whatever i you know i don't want nothing bad to happen to you so you would have a a, a tendency to be like okay that shit is fucked up but we're still conditioned as men so the way we relate to those situations is just totally different i think because men are more like i will physically turn around and assault this person because we've been conditioned that that would be the way to resolve that so we still aren't truly embracing the idea that these people have to like women have to live with this every single day and they can't be out here fighting everybody that looks at them the wrong way or says something crazy to them so uh like that option isn't on the table so i don't know that you could ever get a true male response that isn't partially like yo I, i will fuck that person up to kind of prove something even if it was them even like right like there's something the way we're conditioned where we're not going to be able to say uh well you're just not going to be able to get the true expression of empathy and understanding and that's it there's going to also be a measure of and then i would fuck that person up and I, i like i feel like i'm conditioned that way i feel like a lot of men are conditioned that way if i like if i saw a video like even if somebody's like i understand street harassment being out here i understand that it's fucked up i don't want it to happen you know i still feel like the conditioning for 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 the male ego is much more like 
and then i'm gonna do something about it because i'm gonna fight that motherfucker or cuss him out or something which is a very unrealistic thing to do right right i mean fighting everybody all fucking day yeah one you be fighting all day two you might get killed like people have killed women for just walking away like right not it's not even based in reality it's just based in this like fictional i gotta prove my manhood reality that we live in right so i don't know that any necessarily i don't know that anybody passes that test necessarily and i don't know what the correct response is to watching someone you love get street harassed i just don't know you know and maybe uh like i don't like if they would have taken like lesbian couples like would 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 like would they have just been like well you know i I just feel bad for you and you know i understand where you're coming from or would they also be like yo man i would want to fuck that person up too i don't know you know it might just be that love type of impulse because you know love's kind of an unrealistic emotion in the first place so it might just be that that love impulse of you're not going to do that to my whatever and i think and i think that kind of goes men women whatever you know like if they show women flirting with your married husband that you know and he goes i'm married and then the woman keeps flirting i feel like women watching that video would still be like motherfucker that's my man you know what i mean like Correct. like it is another level to it with in a relationship ownership. yeah so but uh i ain't saying I, by the way i ain't advocating any of y'all go out and start swinging on motherfuckers i'm just saying mm-hmm. yeah as be- much as i think i've developed my brain i still have that part of me that's like and then i will punch that nigga in his face right when women don't have that option so right. a lot of women over the years have gotten like various type of techniques that right. they realize they worked and like she says she knows that her hair is a target because it always starts off with your hair then it's hey can i get your number yeah. you know it's like after after a while you kind of know what the routine is because you don't change the people might change but you don't change so right. after a while you realize that they hit you with the same thing so after a while guess what you get better in your answers you get you right. know you you know how to shut it down you know how to respond you know how to you know and even still there's still a chance that people that the person just doesn't care correct and you, you know what you i mean just hope that they don't fucking follow you yeah they rape don't bother you, you kill you right like th- like we read stories all the time where it's just like that person just did not care right she said no and he shot her like what the fuck could you do over that yeah so i i think a lot of like while there's a part i think it depends on your perspective but a pro- probably a lot of people will look at that video and they're gonna go oh those men care because it's their woman and then there's like a caveman type battle thing going but one thing that you're not that you have to realize these men don't even see this shit when they're around their woman because it doesn't happen correct yeah. so to them it's like a whole different world that they don't pay attention to or care about as long as it's not their woman right right because most women honestly don't share this like they right. they just don't share they don't tell you you come home with your wife and you know has everything it's fine because it's a fucking normal day for her yeah. to be her titties to be talked about her ass to be talked about it's a normal day for people to harass her on the subway it's just a normal goddamn day for her and if she really told you this you would be fucking furious all the time but the reality is you can't be everywhere with your woman all the time right and i think um the other part of it is it's not even about the a man feeling like he could win that fight or anything like that it's just this idea that that's what you would have to do as a man it's like an obligation type thing where they feel like i need to protect the person i care about you know and men do it for other men even like if i go to a basketball court with my friends 
if i got in a fight we would all have to get in that fight you know what i mean it's it's some weird ass culture of like man shit you know what i mean and it's i think to their best intentions it's the way that we try to express caring and loving but it's the way that we've been taught to care and love because you know theoretically you should be able to just sit down and fucking you know hear her out or just kind of accept that this is a thing that happens uh and if, there's nothing you can do about it. it's like a force of nature almost. right and that's if you're a man that actually cares about your woman right because a lot of people don't yeah that's true too there are some i mean yeah and we have no background on those couples so mm-hmm. i don't know if those couples are, like all those dudes could be cool all those dudes could be assholes no idea um all right let's get into our segment uh some of our games um here i don't know how long we've been going even oh yeah all right it's game time um let's do uh baller alert let's uh i don't know if black people have been fucked with yet today did we do fucking with black people shit i don't know i've been fucked all right with we it, better i mean that's up to you we better do one let me just uh find some fucking with black people uh stuff so we can at least get the audience all upset about stuff <laughs> <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's a game called fucking with black people where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants oh well we as black people score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants all lives matter uh artists restore a sandra bland mural after vandals write all lives matter on it vandals spray painted the phrase all lives matter across a mural of sandra bland in ottawa ontario on monday night a gesture of disrespect towards the black lives matter movement activists have since restored the artwork according to colorlines.com a black lives matter mural was created by the rights group black collective for tech wall an area designated for graffiti and street art oh canada you're so beautiful here's where we'll put the the graffiti eh it was completed by a group of 40 people including artists alan andre and calcadan asefa um july 22nd the fact that the tech wall mural read black lives matter reportedly angered white graffiti artists uh who converged on the area within hours had to face the mural by the end of the day it had been completely painted over and replaced by the phrase wu-tang is for the children a reference to the 90s hip-hop collective the wu-tang clan in response andre and the painted the sandra bland mural which was defaced on monday night the phrases the phrase all lives matter had been become a glib way for whites and others to dismiss the black lives matter movement by discounting the struggles of black american society it is an attempt to negate the real impact that racism has had on the lives of black people yeah it is uh it is an attack that's what it is mm-hmm. it's an attack on the sovereignty of black lives and it's just uh another way it's, to it's, it's just, it's it's just another confederate flag correct that's all it is this is another confederate flag to me uh sandra bland was pulled up well they talk about how she died so um but yeah so all lives matter karen zero to a hundred a hundred all right i'll give it a hundred as well kansas city hotel supervisor 
hangs a slave doll to make fun of sandra bland 100 all right yep uh yeah they took a uh a, a slave a doll that was uh you know modeled after uh slave and hung it by a plastic bag because she died allegedly from uh hanging herself on a um trash bag according to uh the police if you believe them if you believe them uh so yeah they uh um let's see attorney stacy shaw posted the image on monday saying the doll was set up in the break area with a noose made from a plastic trash bag they said they found uh well of course that's how they said they found sandra bland um so shaw, somebody's working environment yeah uh, an attorney stacy shaw said she obtained a photo from an employee who went to her for legal advice after taking the picture july, july 21st she has not said whether the employee lost his job at the hotel i was deeply disappointed and outraged that in 2015 in the city that i love that there should be such blatant intolerance and racism that was present in the workforce she said adding that she had scheduled a news conference on wednesday uh for wednesday morning uh to share more information regarding both the incident and anti-racism rally she plans to organize the hotel's general manager john parker confirmed in a statement that the incident occurred on july 21st while describing it as completely inconsistent with the hotel's culture oh okay he also said uh, how many bad people work at this place that's what i want to know right he also said management investigated the doll the following day immediately following the investigation the employee was terminated friday july 24th prior to the start of the next year so i guess they said they caught the person and fired them that's if you believe that yeah the adams mark kansas city is co- committed to maintain a positive work environment free of unlawful harassment yeah, why Why did they feel like they could had the freedom to do that in the first place yep that's the biggest question they charged up uh so what would you give that one karen oh i said it for you when you read oh, the yeah. title yeah i'll give that one also a hundred that was pretty pretty bad um fox news elizabeth hasselbeck uh said sandra bland could have used the cigarette as a weapon Hmm. so maybe that's what happened with the police officer and why he started acting that way and then lied in his police report welcome back well the hacker group anonymous is calling for a day of rage encouraging people to take to the streets in protest over the death of sandra bland she was found dead in a texas prison three days after this traffic stop here the video igniting a national debate over police tactics and whether the officer went too far bland's death was ruled a suicide but if you examine the dash cam video he asked, did the officer cross the line? Here to take a very close look at it is former NYPD officer John Rafferty. John, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Let's dive right into this first part of the video here. This is when the officer pulls her over and explains why this is happening. Watch. Hello, ma'am. Uh, little takes time patrol. The reason for your stop is you didn't fail. You failed to signal your lane change. You got your driver's license insurance with you? you? Give me a few minutes, all right? What do you see here? Basically, normal procedure. This happens millions of times throughout America. Normal procedure lets you know why you pulled her over properly. Uh, went back to the car. You know, uh, you'll see after this clip, and just runs the uh, the information just to verify. Okay, so up to this point, standard procedure. Absolutely. Uh, this is part two when the officer comes back to the car and they begin to argue. Let's watch. 
You seem very irritated. I am. I, I really am. But I feel like this crap is what I'm getting the ticket for. I was getting out of your way. You were speeding up, tailing me. So I move over and you stop me. So, yeah, I am a little irritated, but yeah. that doesn't stop you from giving me a ticket. So, that's the ticket. Are you done? What do you note there? The whole thing is this. I always took the approach where if you're going to write somebody a ticket, write them the ticket, move on. There's no benefit of interacting with somebody who's already hostile and upset. And unfortunately, we've developed a society that's more combative, and they're not willing to be basically respect the police and take that summit to fight in court. And that's really what should be going on. Are you saying the moment you engage in debate, you're sort of instigating this sort of conversation? No, it's, it's a no-win situation. The person's already upset that they're stopped. They're going to be late for something wherever they're headed. They think maybe they didn't do anything you know, wrong. But unfortunately, you know, the, the respect that goes back and forth you know, was kind of lacking here. Okay. Part three. Officer asks Bland to put out her cigarette, and the situation completely escalates. Watch. You mind putting out your cigarette, please? Come on. I'm in my car. Why do I put out my cigarette? Why am I... Step no, out of the car. Have... No, you don't have the right. Step not... out of the car. You do not have the right to do that. I do have the right. Now step I out or I will say... remove I you. Refuse. Get out of the car. And then you I will light me? you up. Get out. Wow. Now. Wow. Get out of the car. Really for a failure to signal. You're doing all of this for Get a over there. Right, yeah. Yeah, let's take this to court. It's tense to watch. Where would you say he went over the line, if at all? Well, his own department, obviously, you know, put him on administrative duty. So they have already recognized he stepped over the line. When you take somebody out of court, that has to be that you feel that your own personal uh, safety is in danger. It appears, obviously, he took this too personal. When she didn't put out the cigarette, now all of a sudden you're taking her out of court. These these uh, cameras that the officers are wearing, you live and die by what you say with this. You know, it appears, looking at this, because she didn't put out the cigarette, next thing he knows, he's asking the person to step out of the vehicle. You can't take it personal. It's a job. But what if, I mean, there are times, I'm sure, someone has, um, in the history of this land, used a cigarette against a police officer, maybe chucked it at him, pushed it at him. Absolutely. If he indeed felt as though that could be a potential threat, was that the wise thing to do on his part? I, I think because you know and you have to know you're being recorded, you have to say, listen, I need you to step out to sign this warning. I wouldn't want somebody stepping out with a cigarette. I mean, I've had a cigarette try to be, you know, I've had somebody try to put a cigarette out on me. It happens. I, I guarantee you speak to many cops out there. But the way you say it, unfortunately, you're locked into because now it's being recorded. And unfortunately, these officers have to remember that. Yeah, former NYPD officer John. Unfortunately, for the officer who's alive. Okay. A uh, hundred for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now let's go to something a little more fun let's talk about ball alert Yeah, it's a five star bitch. If your credit go high, you can real stay fly. If you juice 
box with energy and so fly. You a five star, you a five star. All right, here are your choices, chat room. Number one, who taught you? By at Nick So Fly. Number two, Twitter tells girl says future's friend pulled a gun on her. Oh Lord. Number three, groupie tells I linked up with Snooty Wild in Dallas. Number four, group of tales, Orlando Magic's Chris Duhon gave me the business that I will never forget. And let's just leave it at four today. Okay. Y'all tally the votes. Bitch, you a fast star, bitch. You a fast star, bitch. I a fast star, bitch. I need a fast star, bitch. I need a fast star, bitch. I a fast star, bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it. I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And this the remix that I'm still out here looking for a five star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blesser with a five star chick. She a natural boy, hustle. She ain't placing no suckers. I don't mess with real niggas. She ain't never fucked up Number four it is okay that's uh groupie tales orlando magic's chris duhan gave me the business that i will never forget never mm. that duke loving you didn't know coach k was putting them out there like that i wonder if coach k feels disappointed when one of his guys makes ball alert like really ah you made the list um disclaimer group of tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 percent accuracy of any story posted damn that's the first time we never got an intro mm. do you have any juicy stories you'd like to share send them on over to 118 at com. you can remain anonymous this entry is of chris duhan of the orlando magic my group of tale all started when the bulls came into town and me and my girls went out to a spot that the team was at i met chris that night and he was very nice and of course his eyes are what caught my attention oh it wasn't his millions of dollars okay this is one of those creepy tales anyways ah! we exchanged information and we started texting he took me to lunch the next day and he didn't try anything he invited me to the, to the game which of course they don't pay for tickets i took my friend that was with me at the club so him and i stood in touch with each other i think she meant stayed then he came back in town and at that time i was ready to get it on and crack it i didn't want anything more anything less so he invited me up to his room he had just got out the shower his body was looking lovely i started kissing him yes he is a kisser (laughs) i like that that has to be specified because you don't know you know like these are groovies these dudes might be like i don't kiss groovies you know right i started to kiss his neck then i traveled my way on down and removed the towel and gosh dang i was like wow it was pretty big gosh dang ah gosh dang <laughs> See fucking andy griffin <laughs> and mayberry yeah and oh it, that you, you you think she was one of the women that was on the the penis thing we were talking about the other yesterday yeah. gosh dang it was pretty big well i guess you like this one ma'am i said holy cow said jinkers and those (laughs) jinkers and those testicles my gosh uh oh my god what that was a beautiful thing it's pretty thick and long it curves up and touches his abdomen area his stroke is deep and nice it's powerful yet sensual he held (laughs) what is with his crap in here it's like a good shower head right he held me tight grabbed my ass and smacked my ass pulled me 
wait pulled my hair made me scream so that went on for a few hours i was done by that time so we just laid there he was a gentleman afterwards he held me rubbed me kissed me made me feel good and not so sleazy (laughs) (laughs) lol he even even though it was a it was the whole idea we both fell asleep naked and sticky so anyways a while back i think oh nine or ten or ten i a friend and i were talking and she asked if i still talked to him i said no so i hit him up and crazy thing was he was playing with the knicks at the time he was in town that weekend he asked if i was free i said yes thinking to myself oh hell yes girlfriend's voice so he hit me and i met him there i get there and we have some small talk he tells me how he's been how he likes ny and all that stuff i tell him all my new life adventures then we get to business this time was a little what different life adventures i I don't know fucking famous dudes i don't know oh, what life oh, adventures oh, are okay my bad I'm, I'm sorry then we get to business this time was a little different though after i gave him head he grabs me picks me up and flings literally tosses me on my back and starts to lick it lick it i like to be manhandled by the way uh did he know that or was he just <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna try something ah oh my god damn is all i can say i've never had hair so good in my life he went at it for a long time and i had uh-huh. to stop and i had to stop him because i was ready to get it on and cracking second time she said that right sex was even better this time it was longer and not to mention we tainted the room with all of my juices oh lord how does he how was it longer did did he grow a few more inches i think the sex was longer we oh okay i thought time. she meant the penis i about to say no you she know, said that's... we he went at it for a long time eating her pussy okay and it was longer i think she's talking about the amount of time they had sex which was for hours the first time so what was the second time days looking like a porn star weeks we had sex for months uh by the way uh tainted the room with all my juices no ma'am nope don't sound right (laughs) don't sound right (laughs) someone need to get some pine saw and get in all the crevices of that room oh boy i would hate to be housekeeping Mm mm-hmm whose juices are these everywhere it's like right. it's like ectoplasm in the ghostbusters or it's just dripping oh. off of everything like slimer been through the ah. latest yes chris duhan gave me the business that i will never forget uh here is the comments one eye really look says a jerry a jerry i think that's how you pronounce it dylan miss bling says well damn in my gucci voice golden child says would have never guessed him and why chickadee says he is cute phoenix says never heard of him not much of a basketball fan but hello chris lol black barber says well damn looking at him you don't think he would put it down like that but red men are nasty lol i should know i got one <laughs> denavia harris says there weren't enough details and it didn't sound the least bit convincing i call bullshit oh damn denavia navy stay hating uh just me says i think his sister wrote this oh oh <laughs> 11a said his sister he sexes his sister <laughs> right yeah that, how does that make sense his, why would his sister be writing a groovy tale even if it was to like 
help him out in some kind of way i feel like a sister could find a different way mm-hmm. just me says laugh my ass off no at least i hope now nah, i'm just saying it just paints him so wonderfully he was a perfect gentleman it was so long blah 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 just sounds kind of made up uh miss barry says pretty accurate story just saying winky face so miss barry done got some 11 a said if you care to send in an account of your personal experience my email is always open jordane camille says did you get a bag or something out of it and dior doll says and you're proud of this story girl please go play in heavy traffic you don't have a clue damn oh lord why why are they mad at her for this someone always getting mad they tune in the groovy tales every time and by the end they are mad no matter how it turned out they turned it on them oh well I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof. Man, ain't none of these hoes doing shows in a recession. They cars get declined, now they suffering that depression. While you spending meals, having all kinds of deals. I'm a five-star bitch, eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle, like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see my bag, how I carry love. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my holograms. Logging on the Alright, now it's time for some guest race. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is a racist. A man killed a dog with a firecracker. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Arrest warrants are to be issued Wednesday for two Joliet men who enticed a dog to pick up a lit firecracker that went off in his mouth. I guess that's a hot dog indeed. Mm-hmm. The suspects will be charged with aggravated cruelty to animals in connection with the incident. Um, the men described as being in their twenties were setting out powerful firecrackers in the alley when they noticed their neighbor's pit bull was outside and attracted to the explosives he said they repeatedly threw them near the animal in an attempt to get it to pick one up which eventually it did when the device went off in the dog's mouth blowing out his lower jaw (laughs) and part of his upper jaw the incident uh was witnessed by the dog's owner and the two men fled the scene by the time the owners were able to react the dog was already hurt Police had no option but to euthanize the animal because of its traumatic head injury. Right. Aggravated animal cruelty is a class four felony punishable by three to six years in prison. Uh, guess the race of, uh, the man who was accused of throwing these motherfucking, um, these, these, uh, um, fire, fireworks at the dog until the dog died. Check the chat room and see what they say white 
i guess they made a hot dog white on white on white but they still hold a grudge against mike vick jason pierre paul <laughs> killing the dog and getting a felony black white white sociopathy has no race yes it does it's white kisses dogs on the lips white joey chestnut did even more damage to dogs white dude bro white the correct answer is and none of you got it latino horrible horrible y'all terrible people uh everybody should have known that man um but, <laughs> what a what a what a terrible way to uh kill a dog i mean i guess it's right. not too many good ways but that seemed like definitely like the worst um let's see a cop impersonator goes on a racist rant in a chicago bar before shooting a latino man in the face with a pellet gun a chicago man with a history of hate crimes oh my favorite kind was arrested once again after going on a racist rant wait hold up this should be in fucking with black people or something yeah obviously this dude is white hate crimes i mean come on i'm sorry uh-huh, that was too easy that's my fault that's my fault forget we did that one let's let's go to a different one all right uh a man filmed a car crash a fatal car crash instead of helping and then he was arrested by the police okay. ah! uh when paul pelton saw the scene of a fatal car crash this week he didn't try to comfort the victims who were both teenagers he didn't help them instead according to police he started filming the scene on his cell phone he's 41 and now he faces a misdemeanor charge of vehicular trespassing um he has uh according to reports uh he has since posted bond we searched to try to find anything to charge him with lorraine police detective buddy sivert told routers noting that pelton was charged for entering a crime scene but not for filming that was what was unfolding there nor for trying to peddle the footage to news organizations it is not a crime to stick a camera where a kid is dying or try to sell it after a honda sedan flew over railroad tracks and crashed into a house monday pelton filmed the aftermath on his cell phone's camera the crash happened in lorraine ohio which is about 30 miles from cleveland others who were in the area tried to help uh get to the teens but pelton didn't offer any assistance he went right out right in after the crash before the rescuers or police arrived according to a police report pelton can be heard in the video referring to the boys trapped in the car as idiots he opened the back door and leaned in <gasps> to film the boys and then walked around the front door as he continued recording at no time did he try to help either of the boys the driver and the passenger were both 17 one died at a hospital the condition of the other victim is not immediately known pelton posted the video to facebook police allege and later tried to sell it to multiple tv stations denise white who lives on the street where the accident occurred told cbs affiliate woio that she was trying to help the victims and saw pelton filming to take that video and put it on facebook it just shows you have no principles it's disgusting she told the station the deceased teenager's mom probably had to see that uh in a subsequent facebook video he said he was sorry i want to offer a public apology to the families of the kids that got injured or deceased in the car accident i never intended it to be a video that came across as a gore video i wanted to put the video out there so other kids could see it and learn from the mistake of speeding and driving recklessly no what the fuck did you what the fuck did you think it was 
uh he claimed that he didn't try to sell the video to news stations but instead was seeking charitable donations in exchange for the footage ah you trying to sell that dog but at least one outlet cleveland's fox affiliate reported otherwise police say he posted the video on facebook and attempted to sell it to at least two news stations including fox 8 news but we declined right it's unclear if he has an uh, uh an attorney or not uh guess the race of mr paul pelton his name chat room eloquent non-pology white world star film crew black but you about his money tried to get money off of people paying white jake gyllenhaal nightcrawler wannabe white privilege won't help you son he apologized white says tp uh, i didn't know apologies were okay arrested to try to make money black better make better have my money black we tried to find anything to charge him with black black says black rob the correct answer is white and some of you got it right now i have to say something it might be controversial i don't know what he did that was against the law unless he did unless he absolutely knew how to help those kids like first aid or something uh i don't are you supposed to be just removing people and shit from the car no they tell people not to but yeah a lot of of people's because a a lot because it's one of those things where it's go it's fucked up like right feminine it was just not the right thing to do if you weren't gonna fucking help you should just went away but we live in a society where everything is filmed everything got to be everybody want to be the, the next tmz and all that shit so everybody wants to profit off of this shit um you you do it with black people dying and shit like that so it's just one of those things where this is what you know this person chose to do um and i think it's more of a moral thing than anything else mm. you know honestly you know, that's like, we're going to charge you with something because this right here is just fucked up, which it really, truly is. Right. Yeah. It just seems like, and I guess because they don't have the laws mm. on the books, they all nope. are kind of like, it is just fucked up. And there's yeah, nothing else to say. Right. And unless somebody puts something down stating that, hey, you know, you can't be running up with your fucking cell phone filming people after an accident. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the bonus round. Um <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everyone's all over the place. We'll see how you guys do if you can keep up the pace. All right, let's go. Um, a dentist, uh, apparently pissed off a parent. Okay. Pretty bad. A dentist used a body bag to strap down a little girl so he could proceed with dental work on her teeth <gasps> but the father found his child shaking screaming and in one terrified state right a body bag is how the father of this little girl described the device that he found his five-year-old wrapped up in when he flew into the dentist examination office he came running unannounced when he heard his daughter screams through coming from behind closed doors the dentist office calls it a papoose board which makes the restraint device sound cozy and warm or like a bitter ass old rapper but to this child she was tied down in the office with strangers with strangers without a parent in sight 
the father and the grandmother of this child had accompanied the little girl to the dentist they were not allowed into the exam room which added even more to the fright level of the five-year-old's horrifying experience right the georgia newsday today reports that this georgia dental practice is under fire today for using this device we were sitting out in the waiting room and all of a sudden we heard somebody screaming evelyn crow said james crow and his mother evelyn took his little girl elizabeth to the dentist at smiles r us in Carrollton to get her front tooth pulled apparently this papoose board is something the dentist had on hand for children who won't cooperate when james and evelyn but crow you- rushed into the room they saw evelyn in his body bag in this body bag where she was left unattended but you should ask their permission evelyn said she had to carry her granddaughter out there shaking because she was so frightened right i couldn't see my kid in the body bag that strapped down to the bed i couldn't handle it the device is, is legal to use but the american academy of pediatric dentistry recommends it only used under certain conditions there which are protective stabilization with or without a restrictive device performed by the dental team uh requires informed consent from a parent right that makes sense a parent's signature on a consent form should not preclude a thorough discussion of the procedure they say so just because you sign whatever you sign when you get there that doesn't mean they don't have to come outside and go hey look your daughter's moving around a lot uh she won't hold still for what we want to do we don't want to hurt her so we're gonna either have to put her in this thing or we're not gonna be able to do the procedure right but probably because she was so young right? right okay james crow does not believe she had he has signed a consent form for this device to be used and certainly wasn't discussed with him beforehand as the guidelines suggest i think they should make a new law a law for dentists not to restrain children like that the upset father said he also said that the only thing he was told was that his daughter would be given some laughing gas which is completely different than her fucking being strapped down elizabeth's grandmother questioned the dentist about her reasons for putting her granddaughter in the restraints the dentist told her it was done when elizabeth wouldn't cooperate guess the race of that poor little girl you know and i couldn't even imagine if they did this i couldn't imagine the amount of times that they did it and and, and didn't and didn't tell the parents and the child didn't scream and the, the parents just never knew oh yeah for sure yeah you need consent with that because everybody might not be cool with you strapping a ch- strapping a child down mm-hmm. uh callie says white in the chat room and that's the only person to guess well callie you win everything because you are right oh wait we got a lot of guesses after the bell yeah i told you it was delay oh i didn't hear you say that i'm sorry i'm sorry 50 shades of dds white as white as the tv is being pulled from her mouth that baby is a black girl uh white little girl bringing that white rage uh oh cow not cali my bad dog uh and uh, a couple of y'all got it wrong all right now let's go to of course the last segment uh, let's, yes karen oh my bad i didn't tell you but you know sometimes it's just a delay my bad no no problem that's all right sword ratchetness that's right he's a goner um let's see here uh police man swung sword at ex-wife and resisted arrest ah sounds about right a 32 year old man reportedly swung a sword and attacked his ex-wife before resisting arrest early saturday morning 
it was 4 20 a.m on a saturday officers called to the house about a disturbance and while responding they were told a suspect was armed with a sword when they arrived at the home officers reported seeing a woman at the window screaming for help damn officers forced their way in the house and tried to detain mario banuelos jr yes the race who reportedly pulled away from officers and fought with them the woman said banuelos jr her ex-husband came to the home started yelling at her before she grabbed her children and ran outside the house she also told that police that banuelos jr put her in the chokehold and pulled her over a fence and later grabbed the sword and started swinging it at her uh, he was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon a second degree felony assault by a strangulation and a third degree felony resisting arrest a class a misdemeanor and he's in a detention center on bonds totaling $43,000 alright man we'll talk to y'all tomorrow end of the week uh, so uh, we appreciate everybody that um, you know checks us out man mm-hmm. so, uh, until then I love you I'll do it too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.